Eleanor with Thierry Henry So I'm thinking we can hack it in America's league And the Arsenal's just a boy your boy Sway from MTV News. Some people's savior's birth has been celebrated. Christmas! It's done. It's dusted. We are officially back for episode 40 of Knifey Lion, Lion Radio. Radio. Oh baby, we are gift. My name is Jonah. Hope you enjoyed the opening song and original tribute to our favorite international roster spot, Justin Hoyt. You can find the lyric video on Twitter and YouTube. Also, if you haven't checked it, bookmarked it, soundcloud.com slash songs is where you can listen and download all of the songs you hear on the podcast. Joining me today, the raised fist, indoor instigator, Zach. <clears throat> Good day. Hello. <clears throat> Today, we have a decent amount to talk about. We'll update the FCC roster in the winter breakout success. Are you in or are you We'll out? briefly talk stadium groundbreaking, and I do mean briefly, and an old classic. Stadium status. Mm, yeah, it's really just an excuse to use that sound once more. There's a lot of this and that to cover, and we'll do it all in... Popery. After that, we'll finish things up, maybe with some Cincy Baby talk. Wow. Mm. Oh my god, folks. I didn't know this was possible, but it's snowing inside the John Hart cave, cave, cave of Christmas Cave of Wonders. This week and every week, KLR is sponsored by the Deep Pockets and love-filled Gasolina stations that are Speedway. Speedway. Hey, Speedway. Zach, before I talk about Speedway, <laughs> do you want to talk about Speedway? Yeah, hell yeah. Went to Speedway, I think, every day last week before work, much to the dismay of my coworker who makes coffee at work every day. Doesn't make it the same way <clears throat> Mr. Speedway does. No, he doesn't. And uh, <clears throat> no, there was one day I didn't go because I was late for work and I was trailing my f- friend and coworker, Austin, who's in the car in front of me. 10 minutes to get to work. We're 15 minutes out. 
And what do you think he does? I don't know. He pulls in a speedway. <laughs> I sped forward. I'm like, this motherfucker's going to be late. And he was. That's a classic speedway tale. If ever I've heard one. Um, but I know what you guys are all wanting to talk oh, I about. I got another oh, fucking Christmas one. <laughs> this is really annoying. Uh, speedway related? <laughs> yeah. No. So I'm at Speedway. <coughs> Someone earlier that morning, I guess, decided they're going to pay it forward. <laughs> so they're like, I'll get the coffee of person behind me was that you no oh. this was many people ahead and then people just kept paying it forward they're like well here's my money you can pay for the next person's <laughs> coffee i had coffee and a pack of donuts and the woman in front of me they tell her like oh they paid it forward or whatever she's like okay well i'll just get the next person's then <laughs> which is me and uh so i'm like all right thanks and uh that's when I realized it was just for the coffee. I still had to pay for the donuts, <laughs> which was a dollar. But uh, did you pay it forward? Yeah. So I gave him two dollars. Like I guess get the next person's. But like, <laughs> it's turning into a nightmare. <laughs> yeah, really, that gave me a heart attack if I was the cashier. <laughs> so well, especially because if anyone had more than a coffee, and people were only paying forward the coffee, so they were still they were holding on to money for the next coffee. Well, anyway. I mean, it's a thought that counts. <laughs> among other things, the, one of the main reasons I'm not a cashier is uh, I get anxiety thinking about doing math. You know how I guess other people do it, but mom would always like, you know, give four dollars and a penny at like Taco Bell instead of getting 99 cent back. I don't know how it worked, but I imagine being on the other end and being utterly confused. What do I give you? <laughs> it's, it's not that hard. I know. It, it does the math for you. There's, there's uh, a calculator. But. Luckily, never had to cross that bridge. But uh, anyway, sorry. I know it sounds really sour. Zach's really mad that someone was trying to pay it forward, but <clears throat> I was pretty annoyed. Star of pay it forward, Kevin Spacey. Really makes you think. <clears throat> not at all. Uh, but before we get too into the weeds here, back to... Uh, Speedway themselves last Tuesday helipad hard lad golfer Miami that's what everyone calls him tried to bamboozle me into thinking Speedway had replied to a tweet of mine I was unmoved possibly tipped off but soon after a loyal KLR follower Anthony Zawaski great guy tweeted at Speedway he said you need to follow knifey line radio on Twitter within minutes the notification popped up the verified Speedway account was following KLR this is a real coup, folks. And to be sure, I wasn't satisfied, so I slid into the DMs now that we follow each other. I don't know if I should read the whole thing. But, uh, <laughs> it's pretty long. It's pretty long. <laughs> but I said, uh, I basically said I do a podcast on FC Cincinnati, and um, I say that we're sponsored by Speedway every week, blah, 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 blah. And then I sent a little video with some clips of about like six episodes, just the part where I say sponsored by Speedway, to let them know I wasn't blowing smoke. I said, uh, don't miss the chance to, don't miss this chance they're never going to give us sponsorship now. This sentence doesn't make any sense. I'll read it verbatim. Don't miss this chance to miss out on your perfect Speedway demographic. I said, I know several people who have been unable to resist and have gotten a Speedy Freeze directly after listening. And then I sent a screenshot. And this is true, folks. I said, search FC Cincinnati on iTunes. Uh, a search on, yeah, will yield us as the top result. Speedway, we're not clowning around here. And so I got a response uh, the next day from Speedway. Would you be able to provide me with your name, good contact number, and email so I can get this shared with the correct personnel review? Ooh, wow. The gears are turning to Speedway. I said, absolutely. They said, thank you. I'll get this forward to the correct personnel. And if they're interested, we'll be in touch. Or in what contact. emoji is that? Smiley face. A smiley. All right. 
<laughs> They're the social media manager. It's the Alex Steck of, of Speedway. Speedway. Uh, is that Alex good Steck or bad? <laughs> so that's still where we're standing now. That was uh, about 10 days ago. They haven't contacted us. But it has been the holidays. Maybe the reviewers. Yeah. <clears throat> Just the fact that, you know, I've been DMing with Speedway and uh, this could end with us getting free speedy freezes. Maybe I shouldn't. I shouldn't have led with that. Uh, we'll accept only <laughs> free speedy freezes because really, that you could give us four a month, and that's four dollars basically. I think. Uh, I think it was Megan. Megan, who's been on the podcast before, KLR legend. Yeah, she said something to the extent of of all the places you get sponsored by, Speedway seems like the worst because they don't really have anything of worth to give you, and I just. <laughs> sort of boiled up on the inside. Well, what do you want? It's like, got it all. I, get, I was like, yeah. I get coffee there every day. It's you not an a speedy freeze. It's not an electronic store. It's not a real grocery store. But uh, I used to hit Speedway every day at Amazon. Get a fucking <clears throat> energy drink and a are you honey s- bun. Are you sick? Do you need medicine? <clears throat> They've got that. Are you hungry? Do you want some chips? They got that. Um, but yeah, so shout out to Speedway. And uh, obviously, I'll keep you guys up to date when they become our official official sponsor now they're just our official sponsor but let's move right along because there's a lot of information folks uh it's time for our winter breakout segment success are you in or are you out and yes if you've been scratching your brain that is uh zach's favorite band of all time coheed and cambria no it's not <laughs> uh singing are you in or are you out they do uh, have a this song called 33 about patrick ewing I always appreciated that. <laughs> Very interesting. That one's a favorite house Atlantic. But top of the list for in, because I had forgotten about him, but I am now remembering. Leonardo Bartoni. Uh, Bartoni from Switzerland. <laughs> <laughs> that was announced on uh, December 18th. Folks, remember, we didn't have a Christmas episode. Just my beloved Home Alone podcast. He's 24 years old. He's from Switzerland. Played his whole career with Jeff Ruby's favorite Swiss league team, BSC young boys who won the league the past year he's a midfielder he's impossibly handsome most importantly his agent looks like a real class act he's wearing a double-breasted navy blazer with non-matching navy pants and a turtleneck underneath zach did you see the picture of the agent no pull that up i will now he's breaking a lot of rules (laughs) he's breaking so many rules that i'm thinking he knows something i don't (laughs) like he's more fashion forward all all three of those guys there's another guy in the picture and bertoni they're all wearing dark colors and they're all slick back gelled hair uh it's quite a sight look like a uh, mobster cosplay he does look like a little skis (laughs) the the agent guy Uh, it looks like he's playing young Joe Pesci in a movie. Bertone, there's giving old Russell a run for his money, um, if you know what I mean. Yeah. It's also an army green turtleneck. I should mention that because it's, uh, it's gross. But, uh, Zach, nobody saw this coming. Not even me. And who I'm the most plugged in guy in the city. What would you think about Bertone? I don't know. This <clears throat> seems like <clears throat> cool. <Yeah. laughs> cool signing. He, he's young-ish yeah. for uh, being so well well, he's not well traveled at all. I'm sorry, I should take that back <laughs> he's immediately. He's the opposite of yeah. well traveled. He would, grew up playing for this yeah. as a young boy, played for young boys, and you his experience though, I don't know. Yeah. I could say, uh, oh, he's experienced. Could be great. <laughs> he's been around the block. Hide your wives, folks. Um, but we'll get back to that. Uh, also, making it official, Alvis Powell, much rumored about, is now official. Some people are pretty high on him. Some people are like, eh, and then everyone else is in between. So okay. I choose to How be. About that? 
excited. Uh, and if you want the super stats, we got him for, uh, I don't know, some kind of TAM. I don't see the number right. <laughs> 250,000. That's GAM. Wow. That's the sound of a million p- people clicking off the podcast for screwing up. TAM and GAM. Also, on the 19th, we signed officially your boy, Mathieu Duplaya. Two days after his song was released. Coincidence? I think so. Uh, Zach, any thoughts on any of those people before I get into the French people's reaction to my Diplon content? No, they were able to put together an actual highlight reel, which was nice. Yours. Still a little short. <laughs> it is a little short. It, it did feature my the two highlights that I used were in there. His two, his two assists ever and then a bunch of tackles. And it's like, oh, who wants to get tackled by? It's like, who wants to get tackled by anybody? <laughs> they should have included the one. Uh, shouts to Three Def for making it a gif of Mathieu Deplanye doing a studs up two footed tackle. It was a straight red. Um, <laughs> so you don't want to get tackled by Deplanye. It's not no. a joke. But you know who did? Amelia Wolf said she does. So. <laughs> she said, I instantly hate him. Uh, there's not enough, not enough, no, that is, there's not enough single women to go around for Matthew Deplon, uh, Bertone, and Zach. Um, it's only three men in this city now. But um, Jimmy's just a boy. Can you believe it? That's what he says. <laughs> can you believe we're graduating this year, guys? He's at the UC yeah. bar. You know, from that angle, I'm glad Russell's <clears throat> gone. <laughs> one less, one less mouth to feed. Uh, that sounds weird. Uh, <laughs> so obviously, I've been blowing up Deplanye for uh, a while now, but it finally built to a point that it caught wind. I'm just saying every metaphor uh, of the French, especially Montpierre fans. They're just confused because I had a few people like and retweet it. And then so more French people saw it and they're like, what is going on here? And uh, it got to the point where a French blog, Allez Palais, posted a short blog post about it. And uh, I'll read the, the translation. I'm sure it's, uh, no, I don't want to read that part. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're just going to have to out him if people don't know yet. Yeah, I'll just read it and you can figure out. After being rewarded by Delon for his Quinelle during a goal against Sochaux. How do you say that? Sochaux. Sochaux. Who used to play for them? Fucking uh, <clears throat> Charlie Davies? <clears throat> I think that's right. And then he got in a horrible car crash. Matthew Deplanye continues in extravagance, not yet officially transferred Former right side, blah, 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 has already has his own song from a fan of FC Cincinnati, missing an N in Cincinnati. A video of his decisive moments has also been made, but does not exceed 18 seconds. <laughs> Exclamation point. <laughs> and so then they posted my two, the video, the song, and the video. Then there's some translated comments. Must excuse the guy from Ohio. It's a bit like their hot de France from the Reekens. What the fuck are you doing? Are you shitting at me? Just huge. I love even more the video of the best actions of the plan. I think that's sarcasm. He said, he was born with the feet of an angel. What to add to that? Thank you for finding this nugget for this great giggle. Angels fly, no? They have no feet. <laughs> <laughs> I think angels have feet. That'd be fucking Did you say weird. the title of the article? Uh, WTF. A song for the plan. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. I also DM'd with a female Deplan fan. We had some back and forth, and she said, when you watch him play, you learn football. There are no words to describe how he is talented, I swear. He always does best for his team. He always wants to win. Somebody found her in her replies to other French people in her uh, on her timeline, was basically admitting to uh, bullshitting me about how great Deplan was. She's like, yeah, I really talked him up. And she said, I should be an agent, uh, but in French. But I'm on to you, Asia. 
but thanks for the content. Zach, any thoughts about us finally going worldwide much, much, much sooner than Cincinnati Soccer Talk, <laughs> most importantly? Oh, no surprise there. Um, you should also mention that Alan Koch stole your hashtag, which was upsetting mm. to me. Well, the I truth hurts. The, the hashtag was started by 3Def because oh. he didn't know how to pronounce it. <laughs> and I did I, was, I did hashtag Deplanier West, which turns out to be more accurate. That's <laughs> better. Oh, well, sorry to 3Def, but if it's not worth stealing, it's not worth saying. Um, I was thinking if I was 3Def, I would have probably made a... Uh, this might not be funny. <laughs> <laughs> You're too deep now. I was thinking of an image with uh, Alvis Powell and... Uh, Making it like the Kendrick Lamar album, but it says "gam" at the bottom. <laughs> it's not good. It's not a good idea. It's pretty good. But I just thought of it in my car yesterday. I'll try to get that made before uh, before this is released. Time it up. Uh, we should also mention in the interview with Mathieu Deployer, uh, our own Alex Steck speaks to him in fluent, I'm assuming, French. Yeah, uh, maybe uh, somewhere in totally unhinged Frankie Hadex watching speak our language <laughs> that is not your true language that is not the language of your truth so uh <laughs> Frankie we're still waiting to, for you to apologize in public heard you apologize and private apologize in private not good enough uh Zach what do you think about Steck speaking French she just keeps surprising me <clears throat> yeah she really does it all I guess. <laughs> she does seem so boring, though, doesn't she? How dare you? Um, my next bullet point. How handsome is our team? It's getting real handsome. Well, let's break them down. <laughs> let's, let's start at the top. The most what? handsome is Bertone, right? Uh, Bertone. Uh, Ledesma is a handsome guy. Ledesma. Deplan. I mean, I'm biased, yeah. but um, Forrest Lasso, if you're into the lumberjack Jesus lover. Spence. Spence, of course. Um, Adi, I don't know. Adi's, Adi's fine. Uh, Kendall Waston. He yeah, seems like yeah. a big, lovable guy. No, he's um, a good-looking guy. There's got to be somebody else. Someone uh, right now. Someone's screaming. Someone's like at their phone. <laughs> Definitely not Jimmy um, Garza. <clears throat> I can't picture his face right now. It's very weathered. <laughs> I don't know. You could picture him like in an old timey uh, sepia toned yeah, photo. You'll know when you see it. He, he's uh, he's definitely got a I've, square I mean, jaw. I've seen him. I just can't. Uh, yeah, he's not making art. No, he's he's somebody's. Uh, he's appealing for someone. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I just could just imagine that. Yeah, not I'm for sure. me. Not for me. Um, I mean, and Shemeswaf Teton. The guy's just so lanky. <laughs> Just want to wrap your arms around him. Well, I'll say I don't know that we're more <clears throat> handsome than we were last year. I think it was a lateral move. Yeah. We did lose Sim and uh, Russ. Patty. Patty. Deckel, you know, he's <clears throat> not a bad looking guy either. Uh, yeah, I'm sure we're forgetting a few people. And if we are, I apologize. We can't just name everyone on the team, even though basically that's what we were doing. So to answer our question, how handsome is our team? Pretty. Average. <laughs> right down. Not ugly, that's for sure. But as for outs, we'd talk about who's in. Uh, officially now, Sam DeWitt apparently going to Hartford. Matt Boehner and Russ to St. Louis. Is that right? Both going to St. Louis? I know Russ is. I didn't pay attention. Boehner, yeah. Uh, Evan Newton apparently is going to Indy. I don't know if that's been official. And Deckel is going to Sacramento. Zach, we pretty much knew all those guys were out. The writing was on the wall, but... Uh, <laughs> 
Yeah. Anything? Any final words for those? And see, wish them well, wish them well. Russell, that wasn't official <clears throat> when we last did a podcast. That I came maybe the next day. It did. I still see that as a mistake. And Deckel, I was thinking about this one too. I feel like, and I could be wrong. I don't really know anything, but you know, everyone's certain. Like, well, Jimmy's not even going to play. It's like a good locker room guy and stuff like this. But like. Deckel is the good locker room guy. Like, that's who you want. Yeah, I don't see Jimmy. <laughs> no. <laughs> Fan yeah. outreach. Yes. But no, no. but then I was thinking, you know, Deckel doesn't have that many years left. He probably wants to play. That's true. So I don't, I don't, I don't know. know what the MLS really means to him. I don't know either. And also, you know. He's from maybe, the most popular Western Conference team. It, so. it might have been up to him even. And some people, it's more important that they actually play, which is just ridiculous. He might rather live in California, too. Wow. Although I did stay in Sacramento for about two months, and it is like the Cincinnati of the West Coast. <laughs> like, it feels so much like being here. I had Del Taco every day for two months. <laughs> um, now for a very detailed and important segment, not an excuse to bring back the song. It's this week's month's year's edition of... Stadium status. Oh, yes, stadium status. The groundbreaking was, I don't know, someday between this and the last podcast, free uh, shovels given out, free Coney singular given out, and um, apparently a million speeches. I have not even watched the stream back. I don't know if it was live streamed, but uh, there's a video online. I did not watch it. What do you need to know? I threw some, threw some dirt. I'm curious. Don Garber was there. <clears throat> they said shovels to the first 2,000. Did 2,000 yeah. people go? Well, apparently uh, several people were seen with multiple shovels. And uh, Pat Brennan had a Snyder mark. And he got into some back and forth with somebody about the shovels. Uh, but Zach, <laughs> any other <laughs> groundbreaking thoughts? No, not really. I was looking online at houses to buy last night. And one popped up and it said blocks away from the new fc cincinnati practice field in milford i was like no <laughs> not gonna sell me yeah so the stadium is basically done let's get really more important this week's edition of hopefully zach i don't know if you saw this i know you did first three games were announced because they announced the first home game for every team in mls and we are two teams first home game so we're starting the season at seattle at atlanta finally we are home for portland a real murderer's row, folks. We've got uh, the two teams from the MLS Cup and another playoff team and a finalist last year. So, Zach, that schedule came out. We you stoked, you know, throwing us right into the fire? Were you like, come on, Don? Or were you like, whatever, <laughs> it's cool. I'm kind of like, whatever, it's cool. <clears throat> it's kind of, it's like a win-win because if we don't win any of those first three games, I don't think Koch is in any trouble. And if we do, it's just yeah, it's just, it's just icing like on a the bonus. Cake. It is rough though. It might have been on MLS Reddit. They say that they do this within expansion teams every year, and it's kind of for like let's say the casual Cincinnati fan, because you see the first game we're in Seattle, we're playing in their big stadium, tons of people, and their next game's in Atlanta, and it kind of just like wow, this is a big deal. If you didn't think so already, I don't think it's as important for Cincinnati because we already know we're we're really into attendance, and then we host Portland, so. It's kind of a way to get your season started on exciting note more than like us starting at Dallas and sure. So they do it on purpose, but uh, it is definitely rough. But I think uh, I don't think we're going to go pointless. That's sort of that's my bold prediction. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm glad if maybe they're more likely to be on TV. I think all three are going to yeah. be national because it would suck if we were away at like Dallas and I have to find some shitty stream or go to a bar or something like that. I can only speak for the pride, but I've already seen lots of people who are going to the Seattle game. 
I'm not rolling in the dough that much. I'm not either. I'm, but I will make trying every, for Atlanta. Make every effort to go to Atlanta. That one's on a Sunday, so for uh, it's not good for the working man. No, it's not good but, for me. Uh, but it's good for you. It's fine for me. And then we host Portland, so that'll be our first game. Uh, already been some bruja because that happens to be St. Patrick's Day. Some of the hard lad. Uh, Irish folks I've seen on Bailey Facebook saying, I'm wearing green in the Bailey. No one can stop me. And that brought up an idea. If you're sitting in the Bailey, you shouldn't be wearing opposing team's colors. I think that seems like a pretty uh, easygoing rule. Zach is someone who doesn't sit in the Bailey, but is not afraid to give their opinion on something they're not involved in. What do you think about that idea for just the supporter section that is the Bailey? Which is apparently What's... a rule at most, a lot of stadiums and their yeah. supporter sections. Yeah. I'm... Could be a safety reason. I think it usually is a safety reason, but if you know, I mean, St. Patrick's Day is a little different, right? They're not wearing Timbers jerseys. Yeah, yeah. but that kind of got the uh, the ball rolling. Of no, I mean the the rule makes sense, but in this scenario, I would say to lighten up. Wow, we got a real hard lad over here, folks. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> tried my best to convince him, didn't at all. So if some dude's wearing some fucking stupid "Kiss Me on Irish" shirt, but it's got a Cincinnati scarf, you're gonna be like, take a hike. <laughs> It's just, uh, ironically, a bad touch of luck. That Portland's green. Yeah. Yeah. The away section is not the same spot it was in these past couple of years. It's going to be up in the opposite corner, I believe. Closer to GA. So we'll see how that works, but it won't be like green touching green, at least. Because that would be really disgusting. Yes. Um, moving right along. This was... Uh, I know this ruffled some feathers. A lot of people were afraid to speak out about this, but uh, we take on the hard issues. Head of <laughs> public relations for FCC, Liz Summers, she had a rough go of it during some pre-Christmas grocery shopping. She tweeted out, this is December 23rd, dear husbands at the grocery store to, quote, help their wives. You're not helping at all. Please step aside. End of tweet. What'd you think when you when I sent that bad boy over to you? <laughs> Liz coming in hot, hard, and out of control. My initial thought was that she went to the Patty Bar at School of Gender Roles. <laughs> and then uh, and she fucking aced every class. <laughs> yeah, I stewed on it for a little while because I it's one of the stupidest things I've ever seen. Um, she could add it a ha or like. Well, here's what makes it even more annoying. You're not helping. Period. At all, period. <laughs> Please step aside, period. It's like, yeah, exactly what you have written there. Rewrite that tweet <laughs> yeah. using wives and Home Depot. And imagine Jeff Birding tweeted it. <laughs> People would be losing their shit. And obviously, you know, half of our fan base would be like, tell them, Jeff. <laughs> keep, them, <laughs> keep them out of Home Depot. They don't know tools. Yeah. But uh, no. Yeah, there was no humor in it at all, and there's she hasn't tweeted since then. It's <laughs> just like hanging out there, all well, alone. And I know, like I get it. I there's no there's no reverse racism in my humble opinion. And you know, I think there can be reverse uh, sexism. I don't think this is a reverse sexism. Actually, I just think this is stupid. Yeah. <laughs> What's her job? Uh, yeah, PR. <laughs> it's like she probably shouldn't be tweeting at all. This uh, Liz with two L's. Wait, Liz with two Z's. <laughs> Liz with two L's would be fucking no, awesome. She did take one L. Um, Big L, capital. What L. could have happened? Yeah, I don't know if Liz Summers is married. Uh, she might have seen some shit go down. I'm just trying to think what could have gone down. Is there a, whose husband doesn't know like what kind of food they like? <laughs> Or just like blocking the aisle, like watching football on a tablet. Like, what is this? Is that what was happening? What's the scenario? Uh, He was playing touch football in the the produce section. I couldn't get by. 
Man, men will be men. But I uh, hope your Christmas was happier than that tweet. Because you haven't tweeted since then. <laughs> really might have been the straw that broke Shouldn't respond back. to my response. What did you say? Yeah, guys, back to the tool shed. <laughs> <laughs> no, I remember something. Uh, and other groundbreaking <laughs> news. Unrelatedly to each other, uh, our new guy Bertoni and Nazmi separately both saw internet meme uh, butcher cooker sensation Salt Bay. How quickly people have forgotten. I thought Salt Bay was canceled. I don't know if you got, Zach, have you ever heard about this? Uh, here's an article about it. Protesters swarm Salt Bay's Miami Steakhouse after a chef bragged about feeding Venezuelan dictator. <laughs> I thought that was the end of Salt Bay, but that's been just kind of pushed to the past, and uh, everyone's cool with it. Zach, ironically, uh, no pun intended, I thought that story would be red meat for you, you know? <laughs> Venezuelan dictators. Uh, you can't get enough. Moving right along, this is a good one. I don't know if you guys saw this, but Inquire... Cincinnati Inquirer. Here, I'll start. So Christmas Eve, Cincinnati Inquirer puts out a story, not written by Pat Brennan, I should mention, where they mention some of the more interesting aspects of the stadium slash city agreement for FCC. The big lead of the story mentioned how no games will be played on Sundays. This was insane for several reasons. Most notably, primetime MLS games are usually Sunday, meaning FCC would be giving up the chance to showcase their brand new stadium for seemingly no reason. Needless to say, the internet reacted how you would imagine one particularly predictably dumb and spicy take came from resident blowhard constantly triggered pablo maurer mls writer for the athletic and other jazz you may remember him as the one who tweeted a while back second of you ever saw this this is his tweet in november mls and fc cincinnati fans need to have a conversation about the new logo more specifically why on earth is it necessary to have an evangelical christian symbol on your crest blah 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 fuck you pablo you heathen uh, well, when Pablo heard about the no game on Sundays thing, he made a nice big jump to assuming it was because Carl Linder didn't want FCC to play on God's day. Uh, I said Sunday may be the day Carl bathes in stem cells, but I'm pretty sure he'd still allow a soccer game. Several hours later, the Inquirer puts out a retraction saying there will be games on Sunday. They botched the lead of their clickbait title article. And then Pablo Maurer, meanwhile, went back and deleted his tweets like a coward. So it was all for naught. Zach, what a debacle. It really was. <laughs> Who wrote it? Do you know? How could you not follow up and question that before you posted it? It's such a Just fucking... ask FCC. Yeah. I'm sure somebody would have been like, no. No, absolutely not. Because it was so absurd. You need to like double check and triple check. Like, that can't be right. There's no way that can be right. But no, they put it in the fucking headline. Yeah, and then we gave, mistakenly gave Inquire the benefit of the doubt. But I still thought, I was like, this can't be true. I thought it was like the Bailey Boxes thing. <laughs> I, hear, oh, like, yeah. I, hear, I thought it was like the Bailey Boxes thing. Maybe it was an old document and that was going to be updated. But uh, apparently none of the above. So we will be playing on Sunday because that would be fucking insane. We uh, wouldn't have put the stadium there if we couldn't play on Sundays. But yeah, uh, Pablo Maurer, you are climbing up the list of my least favorite MLS writers. Because you and uh, my voice is cracking finally because I'm getting upset. You and Brian Strauss are just fucking on Gary's dick so hard. Hop off. He's here to stay and uh, we're a Christian (laughs) Christian team. God damn it. Speaking of Christians, man, Darren Maddox is like the Mm. creepiest kind of Christian. You don't want to go down his Twitter. And I'm not even talking about the homophobic retweet. I'm talking about his. (laughs) It was a like much easier than a retweet. Uh, it might have been his actual tweets. Oh, yeah. they make me super uncomfortable. Through some deep five-minute research that uh, apparently Jamaica is one of the most homophobic countries in the world. Yeah, I think like besides like Uganda or something like that, but they do have like some very strict laws. Like, what's the one country in Africa they have a 
they have an absolute dictatorship. They have a king. They're really homophobic. <laughs> <laughs> like they're the kings. Uh, Burkina Faso, I believe, is the name. So I mean, uh, Jamaicans always have, and they, there's some article out there how it's like rooted in dance hall music because like Buju Banton is super homophobic and all this, but like I think it's they've been homophobic before dance hall music <laughs> <laughs> exists, and it is pretty brutal. Yeah. And uh, don't ask Darren to put that rainbow armband on because it should get awkward. <laughs> don't want Vancouver on our hands. Kendall, well. you put that under your jersey, I'll let it slide. But Darren, don't ask, don't tell. You know, the Bad Brains are like the greatest band of all time, but they are so homophobic. But everyone just gives them a pass. I was like, oh, you know, a lot of Jamaicans are uh, super homophobic. It's like, they're like Rastas, but they're not even Jamaican. Uh, that'll be on the next special episode. Bad Brains sucks they're homophobic. <laughs> <laughs> a three-part special edition. Um... Also, Zach, I don't know if you saw this. MLS tweeted out a list of podcasts from each team to check out. Of course I saw this. Guess who they forgot? Why do you think my phone has smashed a million pieces? <laughs> they forgot us. Yeah. Did they forget us or did they know us? They excluded us anyways. Is it because we're too extreme? Is it because uh, we're not afraid to attack our own PR person? <laughs> I shouldn't say ours. Our PR person is me. Our great war is ourselves <laughs> Tyler Durden uh, but yeah so MLS if you're listening uh, as an entity the MLS I'll go ahead and go assume ahead. that it was Liz Summer's job <laughs> and he's like hey submit the your guys local podcast and but Liz you follow us on Twitter no excuse that means you endorse whatever we say follows equal endorsements it's a Twitter rule but yeah so god a lot of FCC stuff not really but yeah it all went down. But um, you, if you missed us over the holiday season, hopefully on Christmas you watched the KLR stream. It was impressive. Uh, it started getting pretty trippy by the end of the night. Things got pretty crazy. And then there was about half an hour of just uh, watching me sketch people. <laughs> I drew Jeff Birding on the webcam. <laughs> you missed that? It's up on YouTube. I drew Jeff Birding, uh, Carl Lindner, and I did a Santa Claus with uh, robotic legs. <laughs> and that was about getting close to midnight. And Kinder Words was the soundtrack to that. Because I was tired of YouTube shutting me down. Also, at some point, probably about 8 o'clock, I started just live live streaming Airborne. (laughs) And uh, Warner Brothers shut me down real quick. I didn't get to warp the image in time. It was quite a day. And it was also Christmas. Zach, it was Christmas and we have children. So for this edition of Cincy Baby Talk, anything you want to say about your bundle of joy? How did he do on Christmas? Happy? Disappointed? He was relatively happy. I noticed you were upset with his uh, the rate that he was going through presents. Well, he's a real tornado. At mom's, I was because you know his cousins were there, including Jonah's two kids. But mine was the only one being kind of like next. Where's my next? <laughs> I'm like, dude, just chill out. But he was very appreciative when he was opening all of his uh, gifts at my house. Now his level of excitement did not match the level of money spent. <laughs> it never does. It never does. He was most excited about. A set of Pete the Cat plates and some slime. Whereas, the fart slime? Yeah. His, his big gift for me was like a real half-scale electric guitar. That's what he wanted. So that's what he opened last, the biggest one. And he said, uh, where's my next present? <laughs> where's the fart slime, daddy? Uh, I, mine worked out better. Avery's big present was a bike. And he said it was his favorite present. The night before, though, I'm assembling the bike. And all I really had to do was put on the handlebars. But the first time the wheel was facing the wrong way, I didn't realize it. 
And so I took the big screw out and when I tried to put it in, it was completely stripped after, <laughs> after one time. So, uh, you know, screaming under my breath, cursing the world, basically thinking he wasn't going to get, he was going to get a bike that didn't have handlebars on it. And he was going to say, why would Santa do this? <laughs> why would Santa do this? But, uh, I got the wrench on there and I made a cheat bar <laughs> and I just made some new threads, <laughs> really jammed that sucker in. It's probably never coming out, but the bike was acceptable and now he's riding like the prince that he is. But yeah, Merry Christmas to all. I hope you enjoyed the Home Alone uh, podcast uh, voice crack. I think the only one who did was Golf for Miami. I made it a few seconds into the first scene description and I said, <laughs> all right. Inter- interior. <laughs> I'll move on. Large house. <laughs> That's why I, I didn't, at first I didn't have a disclaimer at the beginning saying, there's no quips. I'm not making any jokes. So you think I'm going to be riffing. Uh, I'm not. So I feel good about that. So nobody was bamboozled. So that was that. That was Christmas. And uh, the off season chugs along. Zach, any final thoughts on the two weeks that were? Yeah, I'll just reiterate. I think we should have kept Cicerone. <laughs> I was really hoping you'd circle back. <laughs> I mean, I just uh, I just want to make that known. Um, those might be the only USL highlights I watch. I want to see how those indie jerseys look in motion. And I want to see how Russ is doing. He better be starting. I'll peek That's in for damn on sure. Indy and definitely on St. Louis as long as he's playing. My final thoughts. Don't know if there'll be one next week unless something crazy happens between now and then. But if you have any special, super great ideas, throw them my way. I'm going to end this episode. Um, you know, this off season has been ongoing for a while and it's only going to get longer. So I made a special off season hell song about the hell that is this off season. If that wasn't obvious and that'll go ahead and play us out. Zach, final word. Russell. <laughs> Amelia, what's good. Zach's not going to say it. <laughs> um, Amelia is going to be on the next episode. Oh, that's right. Special interview with our number mm, six fan. She's my number one. (laughs) Sorry, Cecilia. First place forever, off-season forever, regular season never, rise together. Arguing on the Bailey Facebook page About a dress code we never made And over a lion's name that we did for fun You can call him Gunter now Feeling the rage for a logo you didn't like Convinced it's a proxy for Jesus Christ Getting turned on by drone pics A field turf, I think I'm in hell I'm in off-season hell And I can't see the field from here haven't played a game in years I'm an off-season hell Thick as a brick, this book of MLS's rules There's a reason I dropped out of school Then they added another one Cause confusion's fun Straining my thumbs as I search for tweets on a random man Perfect for our midfield plan You're a fucking expert now Guess I'm stuck in hell I'm in all season hell 
see the field from here Haven't played a game in years I'm an off-season hell